All right, well, it is a joy to be here this uh, week and to be back in Ireland. It always is a joy uh, to be here and just to see uh, familiar faces and uh, Lisa's family and stuff. So it's great to be here. Take your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. This is the Lord's table and very, very important service of the church and ought to be one of the most important uh, services in, in your life. When this service comes around, whenever you do it, it ought to be a service you never miss. Because uh, as we'll, we'll see tonight, it's absolutely critical in the believer's life. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, I want to look specifically at verse 24, but I'll read verses 24 and 25, and then we'll go to a few other places. But tonight I want to specifically think of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to reflect on the body of the Lord Jesus Christ and what that means for us as Christians. But let's look at verse, we'll start in verse 23 and read through verse 25. The Bible says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Of me, of course, these two verses, the Lord Jesus wasn't, as they were dealing, giving out the Lord's Supper, he wasn't literally saying this bread was my body. It was a picture. It was something that was representing what the Lord Jesus Christ was, his body, his blood, something to remind us. And of course, if you're familiar with the, the Lord's Supper, it really is a, a time to reflect on what Jesus Christ has done. You know, it is human nature to forget, isn't it? It's human nature to forget. We've all forgotten someone's birthday, someone important, their birthday, and it came and went, and we can't believe that we forgot their birthday. Now, hopefully it doesn't happen if you're married. It doesn't happen to you and your spouse. But we've all forgotten things. And you know what? It, that's human nature. And so I believe the Lord gave us this very, very important ordinance as a part of the church to remind us regularly of what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And specifically in verse 24, he talks about his body. And we could talk about the blood. There's many different aspects we could talk about. Tonight, I want to reflect on the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. If you're not familiar with this passage, Hebrews chapter 10 is just stirs your heart when you think about the Old Testament sacrificial system and how they would offer sacrifices and sacrifices. But it was all representing one day Jesus Christ and how he was going to be the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. But then to think about how the fact that Jesus came and now he has completed the sacrifice. He is the ultimate sacrifice. The sacrificial, sacrificial system is done because the ultimate sacrifice has been paid, Jesus Christ. And aren't you glad? I'm glad that I don't live in the day where we had to offer sacrifices. I'm glad I live in the day where the sacrifice is done. Jesus Christ, his body, his blood was shed, his body was crucified, and he paid for our sins completely. And it's done. We don't have to come to church once a week and offer sacrifices to pay for our sins. It was completed in Jesus Christ. But look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5. Or verse 4, it says, For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he, that's Jesus, cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not, but a body 
hast thou prepared me. There was a body prepared for Jesus Christ. When he came to earth, he left heaven's glories, came and was uh, conceived in the womb of a virgin miraculously and was born. And he was born with a regular human body. You would have recognized it as a human body. He was a human body because he was coming to represent mankind. And so he had to come in the form of a human. And you think about that. A body was prepared for deity. A body was prepared for the Son of God who became his creation. He put on the form of human flesh and put on, was in the form of a body. He had an actual body. And as we reflect on that tonight, there's some things that ought to stir our heart as we look through this, as we think of what Jesus did, as we realize that he was 100% man, 100% God. You know, sometimes we can think, we, we, we wonder how that mystery works, where he's 100% God, 100% man. But friends, he had a real body and he suffered the payment for our sins. He actually went through torment as we could see numerous places. But look down at verse 7. In Hebrews chapter 10. Then said I, lo, I am come. In the volume of the book it is written, to do thy will, O God. Why did he give a body? Why was he given a body? Jesus Christ was given a body because he had a will. He had to accomplish God's plan for his life. And it required a body. You know what, friends? You have a body too. And this is just a side note. But you have a body for a reason. And it's to accomplish the will of the Father. Just like Jesus had a, a body for a specific reason. Because he had to accomplish the will of the Father. There was no other way except by taking on the form of man to accomplish the will of the Father. Verse 8 says above when he said, Sacrifice and offering and burnt offerings and offering for sin thou wouldst not. Neither hadst pleasure therein which are offered by the law. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of, the G, of Jesus Christ once for all. The body of Jesus Christ had to be sacrificed for the sins of the world once for all. Aren't you thankful tonight that Jesus Christ was willing to take on human flesh, come and live among mankind, live in this sinful world, to accomplish the will of the Father, to go to the cross, and to be offered as a sacrifice. You know, friends, sacrifice, although it means so much to us, it was a great price. You know, when you, think of, when you look at the Old Testament and the sacrificial system, that was a very bloody and a gory thing. It always involved death. Now, of course, in the New Testament, as believers, we're to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Completely different than these. These, were, these involved death. The shedding of blood. And of course that was God's plan. Right here from the very beginning. Blood had to be shed to be paid for our sins. But he came to be offered as a sacrifice. The son of God offered as a sacrifice. But friends he had to take on a body. And that body was given into him, that flesh and blood, so that he could represent mankind and actually stand in our place. What a wonderful thing that Jesus was willing to stand in our place. Aren't you glad that we don't have to stand in our own place and uh, pay for our sins? That we can let Jesus stand in our place 
And he did that on the cross. He stood in our place and took the payment and the suffering that we deserve. But he did it in his body. Friends, this suffering of his body was real. Let's take a moment to think of what Jesus Christ went through. He suffered in his body back in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, it says, or verse 24, which is his body, which was broken. Have you ever tried breaking something and then putting it back together? Oftentimes it's very difficult to put something back together. You know, sometimes when I'm taking the Lord's Supper and that I get that piece of bread, before I take it, I'll often, sometimes I'll break it. Just as a reminder of the body of Jesus Christ, how it was broken. And when you break something, it's very difficult. It can never go back the same exact way it was. And that is an amazing thing to think of how Jesus and his body was broken. Now, I remind you that not a bone of his body was broken. But friends, the nails were pierced through his hands. The spear went through his side and he was pierced. He was whipped. That crown of thorns was placed onto his head with, uh, with thorns over two inches long, going straight down into his skull. When we think of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ and the great amount of suffering he went, it ought to break our hearts. Friends, because a lot of times we will openly, we will choose to sin. And every time we sin, even as a Christian, we're, we're really doing an injustice to God. Because he went to that cross to pay for our sins. It's like letting him pay for it. When we really think about our sin. And then sometimes we sin willfully. And we go over and we sin and say, I'm just going to do it. Friends, that is a terrible thing. When we think of what Jesus Christ did in his body for our sins. Now, of course, until we get to heaven, we will be, we will we'll struggle with sin. But thank God that he was willing to suffer for our sins in our place. Turn over to 1 Peter. 1 Peter chapter 2. You know, the reality is, and I'm thankful every time we have the Lord's Supper, the Lord's Table, because it's an opportunity. So often we don't just stop and think about all the suffering that Jesus Christ went through. And yet he did it for us. He did it for our sins. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed in his own body. All the sins we've ever committed, if we took all the sins in this room tonight, that would be an incredible amount of sins. And he took them upon himself and bore those sins and paid for them. It was complete. But friends, he did it for the sins of the whole world. People in the past, people in the future who aren't even alive. He has paid for their sins in his own body. Friends, he needed a body to carry out the will of his father. Friends, there's really only two ways that sins can be paid for. One, we can pay for them ourselves by spending eternity in hell. And even then, we'll never satisfy the wrath of God because God is eternally holy. And so sin has to be eternally judged. And yet his son, Jesus, was willing to step into our place. And that's the other option, is to let Jesus Christ pay for our sins. And maybe you're here tonight and Jesus Christ has never, you've never accepted the payment that he offers. He died on the cross, paid for the penalty of your sins. Every single one of your sins, he's paid for. 
And he's standing there and he's offering the payment. And he says it's free and you can receive that payment. But maybe most of us here, I assume most of us here tonight, we've received him as our Savior. We've received him as the one who stood in our place, as our substitute, who took the legal punishment and the guilt that all of us deserve and the punishment we all deserve, took it upon himself and bore it on that cross. Friends, we owe our life to him. The only natural response to someone who was willing to die for us is to say, what do you want me to do with the rest of my life? And when you think about it, he saved us from an eternal hell and is offering us eternal life in heaven. And we've, many of us, I believe, here have received that eternal life. And so for all eternity, we're going to be enjoying the glories of heaven because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. His body was broken for our sins. You know, incredible thing to me is that in heaven for all eternity, we will look upon the body of Jesus Christ and be constantly reminded of the sins that he bore in his body. Right now, Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he still bears the scars in his hands, the scars in his forehead and his side of our sins. He bore those for our sins. And for all eternity, we'll be worshiping the Lamb of God. We'll be worshiping what he did for us. And we'll be reminded for all eternity, because of his body, of what he did for us. Friends, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ is an incredibly important thing in the life of a believer. It ought to be something never that we use flippantly. The name of Jesus ought never be used flippantly when you think about what he did for us. I trust each of us are sobered tonight by what Jesus Christ did for us in his body. Friends, without the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, we wouldn't have a payment for sins. We'd be left to pay for our sins for ourselves. The body of the Lord Jesus Christ. He bore it in his body. All the sins of the world. Once for all. For us. And may that reflection tonight. As we think of the body of Lord Jesus Christ. And as we go to Lord's table. And we we take that bread that reminds us. How his body was broken. May our hearts be broken. As we think of how often we sin. And really, you know, the, the, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, verse 27, it talks about being guilty of the blood and the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what that's really talking about is when he says, when we take the Lord's table unworthily, we're guilty of the body and blood. We, we profane it. We, we don't do justice to it. We're dis, bringing a disgrace to it when we don't take it worthily. And that's really talking a lot about the right attitude the right approach, when we come to take this, we're reflecting on what Jesus Christ has done for us. And I trust tonight as we take the Lord's table that the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, as well as his blood, we could have spent much time talking about the blood of Jesus Christ as well, but specifically the body of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight and the pain and the suffering that he went through. May it cause our hearts to be humbled and to cry out to the Lord, say, Lord, what do you want me to do with my life? How can I serve you better? How can I love you better? And may that be the theme of our song. May the body of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight become so precious to us as we reflect on him. Now, Lord, I pray that you would help each person here tonight. Lord, thank you for what you did in your body. 
Lord, it means everything to us. We don't deserve all the goodness that you have given to us. Lord, as we take in all that you've done for us, may we be humbled. May we be contrite in our spirits. And may the sin that we let into our lives and have let into our lives, may we be willing to confess that and forsake it tonight. Because you paid for every single one of those in your body. And so, Lord, may we be reminded in a very deep, meaningful way tonight of what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And may his body become very precious to us tonight in Jesus' name.